It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. Um, I'm really sorry, I don't care, it's sad. I, I, I do really love that intro I put together. I think, I think it's great. I'd love it if it was somebody else's and I sometimes forget I did it. Um, joining me today on my, you're playing there, Mike. Yeah, is, isn't Mike wonderful? I mean, sorry, another episode of Sutton United Talk Time podcast. We have got, in order on my screen, we've got Paul Chalmers. Hello, Paul. How are you? Hello, how are you doing? Not bad, not bad. Uh, Dan? I should have chosen you last. Evening. You joined, you joined us last. I should have chosen you last. I'm sorry, Sarah. Um, and Sarah, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Very good, very good. Um, so we're going to do a little sort of brief roundup of pre-season, or to be more accurate, as we discussed before we came on air, Sarah's going to do a bit of a roundup on pre-season. <laughs> the rest of us <laughs> dipped in and out of it. Mike, I've got a confession to make. Go on. Now, I was at the game yesterday against Bromley. Mm-hmm. My confession is, I forgot I was doing this podcast, and, and I had something on in the evening, and I left early. And when I left, uh, it was one. It was one. Okay, fair. Well, I heard it as I walked through the park. Yeah. And then later on, I heard it finished three two. Yeah. I was actually yesterday. Yeah, I was there, so I, I I can remember bits of that one. Um, I did try and get Lottie to come on with me. Um, her answer was very short and sweet. Um, because Lottie came to the match yesterday, I asked. Mm. I just asked out of habit, and uh, she said yes. Was, 
oh, okay, um, I'm not sure what to do now. Did she say never again afterwards? <laughs> no, no, she said, she'll, she said she'll come back in about another five years, I think. It was <laughs> when she's another three foot taller. <laughs> but yeah, so first thing, before we go on to um, the actual three seasons, um, a quick sort of chat about the uh, the, the ins and outs, the, the, the players. Um, so obviously we, we sort of lost straight away tanks went back to, to Millwall. We knew that was going to happen. We released Ricky, who's gone to Woking, Stuart, who went to Dorking, and Kenny, who's gone to Farnborough. They were kind of announced almost straight away. Um, any real surprises there from you guys? Not really. Some of them we knew were going to happen. Yeah. I thought Ricky White had been... A... still got players like Ben Goodwin, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because of his thinking attitude. Yeah, everyone. Um, so I thought I Ricky was, he was the only surprise, wasn't he? Really? Yeah. The, yeah. Um, moving on to, to, to that is yeah, we got Richie left. Uh, Dave, we kind of we knew he was going somewhere. Um, a bit yeah. surprised we hung on to him in January, um, but we knew he was going somewhere. He's gone to Peterborough. Um, Ben has rocked up, I think, on a trial at Torquay, I saw the other day. Um, but again, nice guy, but he, he was never going to push Rob, I don't think, for in that, in that spot. And Richie, um, I think Matt said that was kind of agreed back in January that he was going to leave us at the end of the season. But then, yeah, Dino not, was... Not for football reasons, wasn't it? He wanted to move. No, I, I think possibly if he was the main man, he might have put up with it. A bit longer but when when he's not the main man you, you kind of think actually you know what i'd rather be home and not be the main man than um but again every single one of those players you, you, you wish well i was i was a bit worried kenny didn't have a club for a little while and i was sort of like furiously checking sort of going surely someone's picked up kenny come on come on um and then yeah i was very pleased he's rocked up at farnborough and uh, but yeah ricky i was a little bit i wasn't sure because i'm not sure if he if he ever, not that he didn't have a chance, but what were your thoughts on Ricky? I'm not surprised he left because um, he didn't really feature much last year. But, but he also was a bit, a bit unlucky in some respects in that whenever there was a sort of a window for him to have a chance, he was either out injured or, I mean, at the start of the season, we had that sort of little, couple of little injuries which gave him a little in, a little in and he got COVID early in the season and that was him he was mm. hey it knocked him back and it took him a month or so six weeks to get fit again and by then you know dave was back fit firing so he's only in his really sort of things like pizza cup or stuff like that um and then when he did get a chance later in the season at Walsall, he was bloody terrible <laughs> yeah yeah really didn't really help his cause much you know. yeah it's not no, easy it's... to be that bit part player though is it you know to come in no, and no, to no. have an impact quickly you know players a player who plays regularly is gonna be such a different player to a player who comes in and plays as a chance every now and again isn't he yeah so maybe we didn't ever see the best of him really because he chucked goals he was putting goals in really well for stockport for a period wasn't he so yeah i, I mean I, I said almost straight away he's almost going to almost he didn't do it the other night he's almost guaranteed to come back and bite us on the arse at some point um so um 
wish every single one of them well. Um, Dino was a big surprise, and it was a bit of a kick. And I think I definitely saw it on the on the video when I was talking to Matt, and I think he probably heard it. He was a bit gutted as well. But at the end of the day, if you're 31 years of age and you're offered to pay in the championship on a three-year deal, you're not going to say, no, thanks, mm. I'd rather stay at Sutton for a one-year deal. So, um, mm. And he's pushing for a, a first-team slot there. He's not He's not just sitting on the bench. So, mm. Which um, is surprising because I think the, their first choice is the uh, first-choice Norwegian goalkeeper, uh, yeah. isn't he? I'm pretty sure he's their first choice at Reading. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Um, that. Yeah, Matt. Matt. We spoke to Matt at the, the little meeting thing start of July when he was in the bar mm -hmm. just mingling with a pint. And yeah, same thing, similar thing. It was just he was disappointed because they'd agreed a deal in principle. Mm -hmm. But when, if you ain't got the signature on the bit of paper, it doesn't really matter, does it? Mm -hmm. um, you just got a better offer. <laughs> Absolutely. Something like that, just at the last minute. Well, we did. It happened to us a few years ago with um, Jason Brown, was it? He was, he'd signed on, that's it. We've got him. For a season, and he, he went off to do a managing job or a coaching, coaching job, or something, wasn't it? Um, mm. But then that worked out fine because we got we got Ross in. So, mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so all the outs they, they've all got a club. Um, hope well, Ben hasn't yet, I don't think, but hopefully he'll pick one up because it should be too hard for him to find. Yeah, he's good enough. He's more than good enough to get, play certainly to play national league regularly. He's yeah, absolutely. Um, but then onto the replacements. Now I've got sort of a view on a couple of them. Um, I'm not. So I know we've signed a, a quite a few different players where Matt wasn't really after with a couple of centre backs. Uh, with the guy from Milton Keynes Gons, um, and it is uh, Topi Ogundeya, uh, Dega, sorry, and I haven't actually checked his pronunciation, so I hope I got that right. Um, Matt Ridley, and I keep saying Rigby, so I've no idea why I've got Rigby in my head. Um, he's been training with us for a while, apparently, um, but he's from Whitby and he was on a scholarship. And I have checked this yeah, one, I'm going to still get Topay Fadahunzi. I've got that, I've messed that wrong up. Sorry, Topay, I did promise I'll try. Um, he scored loads of goals for, for Loughborough, and he seems very keen to be here. He's a Sutton boy, isn't he? He's is a Sutton man. boy. I yeah. don't normally sort of butcher the um, official media, but on that interview he did the other day, I was just like, I'm stealing some of this because he was just so happy to be aside from my hometown club. But I was like, we love him already. <laughs> he's a similar build to Isaac, isn't he? Is he? I wonder if he's looked at as a, a, the Isaac kind of replacement. Yeah, he I said. Know. He's hoping he gets a chance and doesn't get shipped out on loan, but he, he thinks he will be going on loan. I think he probably will. Um, and then Roman from the academy, who um, I'm not going to pretend I have a huge knowledge, but the little bit of the games I went to the academy, he definitely stood out, um, mm. possibly because he was playing right back, and that's about as far as I could see where I was <laughs> Oh, he looks good. It's the only one I can actually see. Um, they're the kind think... of... Extras. I think Tope might get a chance, actually. I think Good. he might get a go early on, just because we're still short a striker yeah. in Matt's eyes. So I think mm. he might he might be sticking around for at least to the end of August anyway, till the window closes. Yeah, I think that's probably... He, he said he said about Killian that he wanted to have a good look at him in pre-season and then see. Um, so he might be on, on a similar vein as well. 
Uh, then the replacements, if you like. Um, Adam's not a signing, but hopefully he's going to be in the Rana squad, even though he's he's got a bit of an injury. So he's kind of replaced coming in for Kenny. Uh, another interesting one is Luke, the Maltese guy, mm-hmm. um, who's also a Sutton boy. Yeah. Um, he's coming from Woking. Not Woking, no. That's where Ricky's gone. He's coming from the Maltese side. Um, did you see the video I posted up the other day? Where did yeah. you get that from? Stuart, Stuart Howe posted that in the forum of that <laughs> signing video. Ridiculous. How are we still awesome. doing just shirts? How, no, I'm sorry, I'm, you're both wrong. We're standing there with shirts and the manager, and they're doing full-on Michael Jackson videos. That was absolutely amazing. Luke is going to get absolutely hammered on Monday. <laughs> yeah, now that's in the public domain. He must get. Some, he's going to get some stick over that. He certainly can't, can't get out of doing his signing song that they get all of them. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Just uh... then, Josh, Ner- Josh Nerville, who I really like in the look of, um, I've come back to him. I really like the look of him at the moment. Um, it's either Sam or Samuel. I'm not sure. We've got him as Samuel on the on the website. Coming from Oldham, I know a lot of people will give him a bit of stick because he's been relegated for the last two years. But mm. Oldham and South uh, South End weren't exactly um, unlikely to be relegated. Yeah, both parts of case clubs, aren't they? So. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And then, um, sorry, go on. Yeah, I mean, there were some lads going, "Oh, that's what you, what you're doing. That's a shite sign." It's like, lads, it's a fullback. You can't blame two relegations on a fullback. Mm. There's a lot more going into it than that. I'm yeah. pretty sure Messi could have been playing for both of those teams, and with the mess, there's just what's going off on the on off the pitch. They, they were relegated anyway. Uh, then we got Kwame, who again, some Wrexham fans were like, "Oh." He's not exactly a prolific goal scorer. He's like, yeah, this is something that doesn't matter. We don't have yeah. prolific goal scorers. <laughs> no, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. We don't sign those. What we do is we take prolific goal scorers and we make them not score many goals. <laughs> Speaking about you having Messi in your side, yeah. he'd get seven or eight for us. Yeah. Tops. And that's only if he took penalties. Um, but it's always uh, a team effort, isn't it? The goals get shared around. The goals, yeah, you know, absolutely. everyone works for each other. You look at the job that Omar does for the team. You know, he's a striker, but he, he is everywhere, isn't he? No one works harder than him. Yeah. yeah. And then I think the that's last what one, more like. He's yeah, exactly. I think he's gonna work hard. And he's uh, if the goals are spread around, it's the loss of one player, although Dave is a big loss, the loss, loss of one player doesn't doesn't affect you so much. I think New, yeah, Newport are gonna struggle because they've obviously lost um Dom, Dom Telford, who scored like and the other guy goals. as well. Baker Richardson's gone as well, isn't he? Yeah, they've lost a few loanies as well. Um they mm-hmm. they all left. Um and the last signing was Sam Carter, the goalkeeper. I'm not sure whether he was signed as cover for Dean. Sorry, who, was, who's the goalkeeper? Not Sam. No, I Jack. said that wrong again. Jack Rose. Yeah. Who's Sam Carter? Um, uh, <laughs> or did you say Sam Hart? Did you say Sam Hart? I, I, I said Sam Carter. I have no idea where that name yeah. came from. Um, <laughs> not a clue. Um but I'm ready that bit out, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do that no, again? sorry. What's the point? <laughs> Problem is, it's live. Yeah. Um, the the keeper he he signed quite quickly after Dean left, so I'm not not sure whether he was planned to be signed anyway. 
and then yeah. he's now been thrust into it um or and we're still looking for one so i think uh, matt said he's still looking for one more keeper and possibly one more forward Mm. Um, but then Matt also said he wasn't looking for any centre backs, and he signed two of them. So mm. um. <laughs> plenty of time as well, though, isn't there? It's, ideally, you want them signed before the season starts. But well, know. it's it's likely to be another loan, and mm. as we've said with some of our youngins, you're you're going to keep them as long as possible, and then decide to loan them out. Um, mm. But the, yeah, Josh, I'm I'm very excited from what I've seen of him. I, I've kind of said he's a bit like Dave with a little bit more at the end product. I again love Dave. He can run past people for days, but then sometimes he kind of just got a little bit. What do I do now? Um, whereas this Josh does look a little bit smarter there. From what I've seen of Josh, he played I think both times on the left. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that works with Will. You know, can Josh play on the right? Are they both competing for one spot? Josh can play apparently on the left, the right, and as we saw, or I saw against Bromley and Sarah's yeah. well, um, up. Oh no, Sarah's gone by then up front oh, as well. Oh, I mm-hmm. said I have gone by then. No, you, you'd left. You'd left the match there. You left early. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> One of those. Um, but yeah, I think it's looking overall. The first team, the sort of first eleven, maybe hasn't been strengthened, but the squad overall has definitely been strengthened. Would you agree with that? I think we have more depth. We've mm. definitely, definitely feels like we've got a bit more depth there now. Um, I mean, that's why people like Ben were moved on because I'm guessing Matt Matt thought he was a good, he was a decent player, but didn't you, you know getting Callum Hart in was an upgrade. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah, side looks stronger, but yeah, it needs. I mean, I think Matt again needs to kind of just work out who his first eleven are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we had a bit of a clue yesterday, although Lou came off. Um, but Matt's um, extra protective of everyone in pre-season. It's, I think if someone sneezed a bit heavy, he'd be taking them off and, <laughs> and say, I'm not risking anything. Um, but on, on to the, the games. Um, there wasn't a huge amount that excited us um, with, with the announcements of who, who was available. Uh, Opponents-wise, sorry. Um but on, so we started off with Dorking. Who who went to that one? Um, Paul, you went to that one. Yeah, I was there. And yeah, Sarah. I was at that one. Uh, yeah. How, how did that? So apart from the toilet debacle, how 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 was the whole experience at Dorking? I can barely remember it now, Mike. It's <laughs> weeks, ago. weeks ago. I have some memory of it as I only I've only done a couple of the games. Um, I thought we looked really sharp. I thought we were looking fit. I thought we looked above and beyond Dorking. Um, I, I was really uh, quite impressed with how how we were knocking the ball about and how how sharp we looked. Yeah, I was I was. It gave me some optimism. Good, I, good. I was I, I was a little bit. Um, there was negative moments for me. I'd say in post season before pre season started, I was a bit concerned about the lack of signings and and the lack of information. I was seeing all these other clubs signing these players who were at, weren't out of contract for another month, yet they were still signing them. Uh, and I know I shouldn't have, and I think it was just post-season <laughs> blues, uh, and it, it was it was unnecessary, but I think I had a, just a bit of a, a bit of a, um, a bit of negativity about me for a brief, a, a week or two, uh, but, but knew it was coming together. I knew it had come together and it, it was unnecessary. <laughs> well, they all did seem to be doing that. It's, 
Yeah. We sort of hung on until July the first. I think there was, there was an there was an account that asked me the other day, or oh, any any rumours of signings, and I just went back and was like, no, we're really old school. We, I said most of our fans, if we saw someone, if Messi was in the bar, you wouldn't hear a peep out of us until it was signed because we we're like, not really our news to tell yet, is it? Um, so yeah, all these other clubs putting up players out of, not out of contract, as you say. Technically, they should be paying a fee at that point. I did wince one of our interviews where he said he'd been training with us for a few weeks now, and I'm like, no, no you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> then we moved on. Uh, so, yeah, we won that 2-1, I think. Uh, yeah. Then we moved on to Haven. Um, sort of wave hello to a few old old, old faces at Haven. Um, any any memories of that, Sarah? Or? I tried to, and I even wave back. Yeah. I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> but yeah, another another win, more minutes. Dulwich won that again. Yeah, two 0 I think that one was. Um, that was a new ground for a few people, I think. Um, when was again, the last time we played there at Dulwich in prior to? We were just thinking about that. Someone was saying it was like two thousand and eight or something like that. I'm sure. Yeah, it was it more. It was over ten years ago, I think. Someone said. Fisher Athletic. And it changed, <laughs> man. <laughs> But yeah, I, I thought it was more recently. Well, I think that might be my memory playing tricks. Sorry, can you hear me? I saw I've got my yep, back. Yep. To <laughs> um, yeah, I think my memory's playing tricks for me, but I swear I've been there more recently. <laughs> but it changed much, Sarah. Is it still? I know they've had obviously got a, quite an increase in crowds down there at Dulwich. Yeah. But has it changed much? Not, not. I mean, the, the old. You can sit. You can. Yeah, it's the same old ground, really. But they've mm. smartened it up a bit. It looks all right. Looks all mm. right. They had um, they had some um, some lads cooking the Greek food in the open, which is quite nice. All right, <laughs> very nice, very nice. Um, then we came onto our big blue ribbon friendly <laughs> against Charlton. I don't want to bet on the season long things, but I think I'm going to have them getting relegated because they they were not very good. <laughs> um, I, I thought they were. I thought they were fairly solid at the back. They dealt with most things we threw at them. You know, they got a block in or a foot in when they really needed to. And I thought they marshaled the uh, or the aerial stuff, the set pieces, really well. Um, but yeah, they they didn't have a lot going forward. They created no. extra sod all. So yeah, we should we should have beat them. But I think they were terrible. They weren't particularly inspiring, though, were they? No. No. Then it's pre-season, nobody is. <laughs> yeah, true. So um, but that was our first little look. At... For them. <laughs> that was our first little look at the, the sort of finished ground now. Well, not finished, but partly finished ground and the pitch. Um, what did you think of the nice, shiny away end? I love it. That's yeah. good. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. My, my One of my, not fears, that's not quite there, but when they had a shot and their whole crowd behind the goal went, ooh, and it just echoed. I was like, yeah, that's that's going to sound loud when you get like Bradford in there. <laughs> it's going to it's going to be very, very loud. Um, How did you find the view on the TARDIS as well, as it's become known, the TARDIS Terrace? <laughs> that was only open yesterday. Um, and yeah, AB is very desperate for a lot of people to, to go and try. And it, it looks fine. It's just the wrong, wrong angle. Um, so yeah. he's like, why don't you try it for the game? And I was like, uh, are you joking? Because I, on the Woking match, I actually went to talk to someone in the stand and I thought, I'll just stay here for the second half. And 
we, we conceded a goal. So obviously, I take the full blame for Woking. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but no, a few people went on there. I, I, there's quite a few pictures. But it, and I can see why they call it the TARDIS. So I put a little picture up of, of me sort of standing at the top of it. And it is a lot bigger than you think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, did did you try it out, Sarah, yesterday? Or did you go to I the TARDIS stand? I did. Um, I, I thought it was. I thought it was fine. I quite. I quite like the view from it. Though. And some people complain about the dugouts blocking some of the view. Now, now I'm like five foot tall, and most things block my view. But I was fine with that. Just and the dugouts are coming. Dugouts are coming out soon, anyway. But that's so. To be fair, um, that's with not a lot of people there. But then there were. I mean, it wasn't empty because a lot of people were trying it out. Mm. Mm. Um. And the away stand, obviously, against Woking and um, yesterday against Bromley, we got the chance to sit in the, the away stands. Um, did you try that as well? I know a lot of people sort of love the idea of going back behind the goal. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice yeah. little throwbacks for people. The mm. seats, I like the yellow seats. They're not very comfortable, though. I don't know what it is about them that I didn't find very comfortable, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. The plastic seats. What's <laughs> 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 so bottom? <laughs> They're never going to be you sitting too much, are we? Yeah, and I was going to say, you normally stand up. That's what it is. You normally stand yeah. up. Football, football grounds anyway, you know. <laughs> was the concourse behind open and... or No, I, I did have a sneaky peek and <laughs> there wasn't anything to peek at. Um, so I kind of went around there and AB was there. So I got a little like mini tour and I was told where everything's going. Oh, and it should be ready. Yeah. It should be ready next week. Hey, that's seven days away. Okay, fine. Um, so yeah, no, he's, he's full of confidence. Um, yeah, so there's going to be behind there. There's going to be um, a, a bar, some food area, um, some toilets still to be plumbed in, and it's like a storage area as well. Um, at the moment, it's all tarmac, but um, some Astros going down to make it a little bit nicer. Um, it does look nice. Um, so yeah, we, we hopefully get less. Um, moans from away fans this year. Uh, he has what you do, there still be moans, yeah. I mean, one little moan which I know everyone here is going to be really upset about is the toilets in the away stand uh, in the away area, um, will be demolished at some point. They're not going to be held as like a relic museum, so we'll have to have a minute's silence when they go because they the what that was the one thing that we we picked up on last year from every away support was are you sure about those carsies <laughs> and it was just it just cracked me up sorry lads yeah. non-league yeah it was these are the worst toilets i've ever been in and i was like who number one <laughs> I assume they've disconnected the electric supply that goes in there as well. <laughs> Being in, yeah, in the game, I quickly uh, was playing around with the electrics in that in the uh, ladies' toilet. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'll, I'm gonna have to edit that. Without Paul saying he was regularly playing around in the ladies' toilet. I'm just gonna definitely <laughs> edit that. I'll listen to you. <laughs> with, the electrics. <laughs> with the electrics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it looks good, and 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 the pitch looks absolutely beautiful um a few warm days that we had i kept looking at it going that that grass looks nice and cold let me just roll around on it (laughs) (laughs) i would have been shouted at quite a lot Um, at the woking game i had a bit of a a bit of a walk towards the (laughs) yeah Um, but no it's 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 
it's all coming together. I think there's one more. Um, Matt sort of said there's one more behind closed doors friendly. I don't know anything about that or who that's against. Yeah, I think that's going to be at the, the, the beautiful training ground. Um, interesting which, to have that video. There was talk of a video, wasn't there? Yeah. Once they've got it all set up, I assume it's you know not a priority to get that sorted straight away. No, I think we only, I think we only fully want had one hundred percent sort of tenancy from I think it was the start of last week. So mm -hmm. now they're starting to put all our get rid of all the QPR branding and all our stuff's going in apparently. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm guessing that's what they'll wait for, have yeah, all that done and and then. Uh, and then they'll do us a video. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a championship club training facility. Um, and as, as, as I said to Matt, I said, when you first hear where it is, you're like, blimey, that's miles away. Um, but actually, it's, I said it's about 90 minutes away. And he looked at me like I'm a moron, obviously. Mm. And he's like, yeah, on a really bad day. <laughs> some some players are traveling further, some players are traveling less. So, um, but, I can imagine yeah, East, Eastie's not that impressed because he's got he's coming from Crystal Palace. He used to be around the corner. Oh. Now he's got traips across London. Same with Harry as well, though. Mm. Oh, Harry had a nightmare with him. He's Essex boy, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, but, but then I'm sure that what it is it, it, exactly, and I'm sure the the facilities outweigh the fact they were training at a school at some point. So, mm. yeah. I'm sure it's slightly better for him. I might, if it's a sore subject, I might bring that up with him when I, when I talk to him this week. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to listen to Sutton United Talk Time on podcast, the Sutton Podcast. If you are new to the show, hello, and you are very welcome. Hope you enjoy what we do. It's a very simple format. We get a few people on to talk about the game that's just gone, and then we preview the next game coming up. We are available on most podcast platforms where you can listen, rate, and review. If you find that we're not on your preferred platform, please let me know, and I'll sort that for you. If anyone would like to support the podcast, you can find out how with more information on the website, which is www.suttonpodcast.com. And there's a tab where you can find out how to be a guest as well. Please find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok with the username at Sutton Podcast. Every like, follow, and share is really appreciated. Hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. What we're going to do is try and have a little chat about the uh, Newport County match, get some thoughts, what we think is going to happen. Um, I did speak to Ed from the 1912 Exiles podcast earlier, uh, so I will slot that in now. And joining me now, I'm pleased to say, is Ed from the 1912 Exiles. Hi, Ed. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Good. Excited. On tenterhooks for the new season. <laughs> and, of course, to speak to you. Yes, absolutely. Of course. You've done that the wrong way around, but okay, no worries. Um, I'm going to thank you for putting the 1912 Exiles on the, on the screen for me so I could read it properly because um, I think I'm... I'm only one from two so far. There, I got it wrong. I gave you the eighteen twelve. I think <laughs> some stage. Um, how's preseason gone for you guys? Quite well, I think. Um, you know, every manager finishes the previous season saying we want to get out there, get our business done early, and get the squad settled. And more often than not, it doesn't quite work out like that. And you get to a week before the season, and you're still bringing in players and you know trying to wrap up the last couple of loan signings. But actually, this year we did get the bulk of our business done nice and early, uh, which was a very pleasant surprise. Um, and then the matches that we've had, you know, we, so we haven't had a home friendly. We don't uh, tend to do home friendlies because we don't own our own ground and there's often work being done on the pitch and things. So it's all been uh, away games or behind closed doors stuff at kind of training facilities and, and all the rest of it. Um, 
but from what I can work out, you know, it's been fine. We've had some non-league uh, games locally. We played away at Western and Torquay. We had a behind, no, not behind closed doors. We had a, a, a game against Cardiff City that was home fans only um, and played at an athletic stadium, but which we lost, but apparently was was half decent. So I think the feeling is we've got minutes under our belt. The new players have had plenty of time to bed in. I think unusually for, for County, um, we have a pretty strong sense that actually the manager is going to the first game knowing who his starting 11 is going to be. I think we're fairly mm-hmm. confident in terms of our predictions of who's going to start. So um, that's all been positive. That's in the bank. That's the good stuff. I think the challenge is going to be for us that um, all of the good players, not all the good players, the, the majority of the really good players we had last season have gone. Um, so uh, last year we had Dom Telford up front who mm-hmm. scored the most goals for us since John Aldridge back in 1980, whatever. Um, and then behind him, we had the the three, uh, as we called them, the fizzy midfielders. We had these three lone, uh, lone midfielders who are all incredibly creative and young exciting uh ollie cooper finazaz their parent clubs and so um we'd be left with a defense that was pretty shaky at times that is uh is broadly unchanged um and then a lot of gaps that needing needed to be filled in midfield and up front and i think whatever happened we were probably going to struggle to replace the quality of players who have gone out the door um but you know we'll see how it how it goes we've we have brought in a lot of players from Cardiff City's uh reserves over the summer mm-hmm. which uh, has not been un- uh, universally popular um but I think the, the players we brought in look solid so you know we have brought in some creative midfielders in uh Sam Bowen who's come from Cardiff City um we brought in uh Aaron Wilbig who's been a, a Morecambe uh, amongst others um we brought in Adam Lewis on loan from Liverpool, who plays kind of left wing back. I think we're all very excited about him. Um, and then up front, we've got uh, Omar Bogle, who's played again for Cardiff City and Hartlepools, amongst others. Uh, and a young lad called Chanka Zimba on loan from Cardiff, who I think we've got quite high expectations of. So we've got a fairly strong sense of where we're going, how we'll line up. Um, I think it, it will take a little bit of time for some of those young players to bed in. Um, and I don't think we're going to be quite as competitive as we were last year. But I think there's a feeling that this is a squad that's now going to start to build again. And it may take us another transfer window or two. But I think the the feeling is quite positive. Yeah, You, you mentioned um, Dom Telford, who obviously scored a lot of goals. Um, I, I'm going to be honest, I, I know my, my knowledge is limited and everything. But when he played against us at our place, I was like, is, is this really the bloke that everyone's raving about? Is uh, I couldn't quite. He definitely had a good. he definitely had a purple patch that ran from kind of autumn through till late winter, and then it tailed off a little bit. And I think that's partly because clubs were marking him a bit better, and because you know just the, the, the form perhaps wasn't quite so good, not just of him personally, but of the the squad as a whole. So he did dip off a little bit. Um, I think we'll be interested to see how he gets on at Crawley this year because. There was a a bit of a sense that um, that season might be a one-off for him, Um, not because he's not a decent player, but because replicating that for another Mm. season or two is is quite hard. Um, So whether he's able to do it again at Crawley, I don't know. Uh, He was on fire for that bit of the season um, when everything he touched ended up Mm. in the net. But um, yeah, whether he can keep it going or not, I don't know. And yeah, he certainly 
by the end of the season it dipped off but that was true of the squad as a whole it wasn't just true of him well we we there's been various discussions on our form because we don't ever seem to get a striker like that um even even when people come to us with huge reputations of banging in goals oh um, Mike, honestly we we don't either and <laughs> I mean, you, you can tell when um, spring is officially coming because that's when people on the Newport County Forum start saying, what we need to do is bring in a 30-goal-a-season striker. And you're like, well, yeah, everyone would like to bring in a 30-goal-a-season striker. That's not very easy to do. And the one occasion when we did have uh, a striker who really was on fire, um, we were so uh, dodgy defensively that you know we ended up... Um, not making the playoffs in a season when everything, all, all of the signs were there that this was a, a squad that on paper was good enough, but we just were so shaky at the back. Um, and like I said at the start, the, the shame of it is, you know, the players who made us incredibly strong uh, up front have all gone and the players who were <coughs> a little bit ropey at the back are still there. So it is, that's going to take us another window or two. Right. Okay. Well, we... we... We, we had um, several players last year. I don't think we had anyone score 10 goals, but we had quite a few goals spread around the team, which for a team like us, is, I think it's probably much better because you're not relying on someone. Um, I had Matt, the manager, on, and he said, to be fair, unless you're Manchester City or Real Madrid, every player's got a price. So um, even yeah. if someone comes in and does really, really well, you're only going to have them for a few months. So <laughs> it's not a worry. Um, but that fills me with a little bit of confidence because our, our first team hasn't really changed an awful lot so you, you don't need that bedding in period um so thoughts on uh saturday specifically um what, what are you thinking i think it might be a bit of a cagey game um because it feels to me as though sutton is still uh or the, you know your team post transfer window is still going to be kind of working out who goes in where and how it all fits together. I think we've got a bit more of a sense of what we look like, but um, I think there's a lot of players in there who maybe this will be their first taste of um, league football for some time. You know, we've got some young players, we've got players in on loan, and I think it'll take them a bit of time to, you know, because preseason games are great, but it takes a while to, um, yeah. to really get up to speed. And we saw that even with the three extremely good lone midfielders we had last season. They didn't walk straight into the side. It took them a few months to sort of find their feet. So um, I think Newport will probably find it's going to be late August, September before we really start to, um, to, to, to motor away as a team. And I think Sutton, you've probably got a, a stronger uh, squad overall, maybe, but you haven't yet worked out what that starting eleven is. So I, I can see it being a tight cagey game and, and maybe a draw. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and for the season, what do you, what do you, what do your? I know you kind of hinted. Uh, yeah. I, I, we, we the end of last season felt very um very interesting for us because we had a little spell in April where we were kind of knocking you out of the playoff contention. Mm. Then we knocked Mansfield out of the playoff contention, and then we played Bradford, who had nothing to play for, and they smacked us off the park four one, which basically almost knocked us out of it. And so what are you hoping for the season? Back to the playoffs or Yeah, well I think I think it might be difficult. You know, we had a similar thing last year where we'd go and win at, you know, Swindon or whatever, and then we'd have a home game against Hartlepools or Crawley and, you know, in front of a big crowd and we we'd find a way to stuff it up. So um you know, even last season with the incredible midfield we had and a striker who was scoring goals for fun, we still 
in the final analysis finished 11th. Um, and we aren't as good this season, um, certainly on paper with with what we've signed. Um, so I, I've predicted 14th, um, which may be a little pessimistic, but I think you've, just, you've got to be honest and say, we might have a good promising young manager, we might have some good promising young players, but I still think we're probably another window or two from um, building a a side that is going to be competitive in the in the long term. So I think we're going to come up a bit short. I'd really like us to have a good go at some cup competitions this season because I think um, that would you know bring a bit of money in and um, give the fans something to cheer about. But I think we'll have a, a mixed bag of a season in the league um, and I think we'll probably end up being kind of 14th um, or thereabouts. Um, and I, I would imagine that we'll be in the same ballpark of the league as, as Sutton will be as well. Um, I think you you found out last season, you know, you can start with a lot of momentum, you can build a nice little run, but it is a, a weird league where anyone can beat anyone. And yeah, like you say, you know, you can, you can get results against what you in your mind have as promotion rivals. And then you'll, you'll come unstuck against teams who are further down and it is, it is just that sort of league. So I, I think, yeah, we'll probably both be mid table, but I suspect we'll, we'll both also be, fairly relaxed about that as long as we can find some some positives whether it's style of play or cup runs or whatever yeah i mean the, the cup runs obviously we had great fun in the pizza cup last year but mm. cup runs are a bit odd for us because obviously being a league two club you're now kind of the big boy for some of the teams below in the fa cup so the fa cup isn't quite as fun as it used to be um, yeah. and then when you lose to certain teams like we lost to bristol rovers and it was a bit of a mm. And it just wasn't even yeah. a case of, oh, well, it's Bristol Rovers. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're in the same league as us. Um, so, although you guys are ahead of us on that curve, it, it, has the FA Cup not, it's still the FA Cup, but has it kind of lost its like, oh, well, not, not to me. I mean, I'm probably a bit old fashioned about these things, but I, I love the FA Cup. Um, in fact, I love all cup competitions. And, you know, if you're a Newport County fan, then some of our best memories over the last, 10 years have been in the FA Cup, you know, taking Spurs to a replay, beating Liverpool, you know, playing Man City on our putting of a pitch at home. And so um, it doesn't always matter whether you win or lose some of those big games, just just being there and competing is uh, yeah. something. So I'm, yeah, I mean, I love a, a, a cup yeah. game, especially when, like you say, you know, you're a fourth division side, you're probably going to be finishing somewhere around the middle, you know, having a cup run of, of any description is something to get excited about. So, um, yeah, I really hope that we do target those competitions and we maybe get a few nice away days or some good home games on telly with, you know, full full house. It's, I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Get, they're the competitions that get the, um, the people in the door. Um, so yeah, our yeah. big cup run a couple of years ago against Arsenal, um, you expected a bit of a drop-off, but actually we've been really lucky and just built and built and built on that. So we're kind of keeping everything up at the moment. Um, but... I'm sure you, you you knew, and I'm sure you're rubbing your hands in glee. Um, Dave's not around anymore. He's gone to Peterborough. Yeah, um, I know. Well, he, he yeah, really he, he tortured us in the in the game at our place, um, and yeah, I'm not surprised to see him moving up a, a level because um, yeah, he really did look different gravy in that game. Yeah, um, he, uh, he he has moved on, and we wish him all the very very best. But um, it, it's a bit kind because I, I did listen to your podcast afterwards, and you were even though he had absolutely touched you, were absolutely raving about him. That's, yeah, the yeah, guy, yeah. that's the kind of player every team needs someone that makes everyone go, Oh, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we, I think we've only seen a few minutes of him, but I think we've got a young guy in from Luton, and I think he could 
easily um, wake his way into everyone's hearts um, and then break. And you, you, you've also brought in our old friend Luke Gambin, who yes. um, was yeah, yeah he, he didn't cover himself in glory during his loan spell <laughs> with us particularly. He was um, uh, inconsistent, let's put it that way. Um, but I'm glad he's getting another chance in in the league because uh, yeah. you know there may be as a player there, but yeah, he didn't show it much for us. Well, he's got family connections in something, so you better. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small borough. We'll find it. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Um, well, thank you very much. Are you heading down to Canterbury Lane? We've got more. No, more uh, I am letting. I, I'm letting my colleagues, uh, Jamie and Ian, I think, go to that one. I sort of toyed with the idea, but there's rail strikes and all sorts, and so yeah, I'll. And we've got a huge game the following Saturday because we're playing Walsall at home, which uh, is one of the the sort of closer teams we've got this season but more to the point Mike Flynn our former manager is yeah. now at Walsall and it's the first time the teams have met uh, since he went there so um, that's going to be quite a big one so I think a lot of Newport fans are prioritising that one over Sutton away because it feels like you know it's only a couple of weeks ago that we play, played you yeah. at your place at the end of last season so yeah it has the, the, the away area has now basically finished there's a few snagging things to do but um, there's a lot of envious glances looking at the away area going what, why, have, why is the away area nicer than ours but uh, we'll see. It's fine. <laughs> We're gracious hosts. <laughs> um, well, we'll catch up, um, no doubt, at some point in the season. Um, good luck for most of the season, apart from obviously 100 million minutes. Of course. And um, we'll see you soon. All right. Cheers, Mike. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Um, and we'll sort it in. So you guys have to listen as well. Ha <laughs> ha. That's at least three listens this week. <laughs> um, but what are your thoughts? Um, really early <laughs> talk about how things are going to go. They've had a bit of a rebuild and they've signed quite a few players who he's quite happy with, but worries they're going to take a bit of time to bedding in. So um, we'll start with the person who's seen all the friendlies, although I can't remember them all. Um, Sarah, what, what, do you, what do you think is, is likely going to happen on Saturday? Um, I find it really hard to call, to be honest, because after pre-season... I mean, you haven't seen their pre-season. You don't know what they're like. Um, you don't really know what's going on. I mean, you know who you might know who someone has signed, but you haven't seen them play together. Um, I don't like to sit on the fence. I'd like to see us do well. Um, so let me think. Let me think. Let, I'm just visualising the game happening. No, I think we'll do all right. I think we'll do all right. Yeah, good, yeah. good, good. I'll be, I'll be um, very, very happy with a win. I think I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking for a win. I mean, we seem to have got past that open that opening day curse. It's not really a curse, but we didn't win on opening day for quite a long time. But um, we did lose an opening day last year. Um, so, Paul, what do, you, what do you reckon? How do you think it might go? Yeah, as I say, I've, a bit of optimism has, uh, has come about over the weeks of pre-season, which is very unlike me. Uh, but I'd like to think we could win this one. Yeah, as I say... Massive overhaul in air squad. Ours hasn't really, has it? We have still got the nucleus. We've still got the spine of our squad. We've lost a, a two or three important players, um, but I think I think we're going to be all right this season. I, I don't think I, I, I'll never say that I think we're going to get close to the playoffs again because that was just in the sky. It was, it was absolute madness. Um, but I'd love to think that we can we can. Consol certainly consolidate this season. Look at you know mid table, 
as you know, even if it's a couple of places, in, you know, top half at the bottom half. Um, I think I'd be relatively happy with that. Um, I think the players that we've brought in, we don't know a lot about them. Um, it is very unknown what will happen. So it's going to be a play it by ear thing and see how we go. But overall, yeah, hopeful that we might get a, do enough for the win uh, on Saturday and uh, and push on from there, really, and see how we go. Cool. Dan, what do you reckon? Um yeah, it's it's. I mean, when we when we played them end of last season, even with Tom Telford up front, they they were better than us on the day, but didn't really create masses. And like you say, they've had a complete overhaul of the side as well. So unless they've had a seriously good preseason, I'd certainly, I think I'd make us favourites. Um, yeah, it's, it's. I'd like to get an opening day win. Just get that crossed off. And get the first first opening day win in the football league, and then there's not a great deal left to get get sorted. Then <laughs> cross that off the bucket list, and then we can. Even at Wembley. And we can. Well, there's that as well. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, then we can crack on with the fifty point stuff and annoy everybody with that again this year. Um, and just see just see where we get to. I I think I don't think I mean there's quite a few. I've been watching, looking for sort of people's predictions coming out, and again the vast majority have us bottom half again mm. um not, not we're not quite as not quite as as certainly doomed to relegation as everybody thought we were last year but i mean even in when saturday comes i think the average was 12th for us right. so i'll, I'll take that but around 10th mm. or 12th would be cool this year yeah but if we have another run Matt, speaking to Matt, he said he wanted to improve this year, but to get to 50 points as quick as quickly as possible um, and yeah. then push on. So I think he wants, I think he at least wants to try and get into the playoffs this year. Yeah. Whether, I, whether I, or not, different matter. Yeah. I mean, it is, a lot of people have said it is hugely wide open. So um, there's a couple of different I, people. I don't think there's really anything to be frightened of in this division. No, um, there's there's no one who you just look at and think, oh, you know, they're going to boss everyone around. So, so yeah, I think, it's, I think Stockport will be strong, but yeah, um, he, just momentum as they saw with us, as you saw yeah. with us last year. Yeah, they've kept a lot of that side, so brought in some quality as well. That, yeah. I, I've gone on a few times about Lemon Hay Evans, what a great player he is, and he's he's he'll score goals for them. And but I don't know if he'll get in the side. From oh. I've read something, and he wasn't even in their first eleven. Or a lot of them, a lot of the right. small ones. Mm. I mean, obviously, it's not quite the same side, but um, mm. Stockport have always given us a really good game. Mm. Um, we've done well against them sometimes, so you never know. No, no, and it is. I know there's this. Everyone talks about the second season syndrome, but it's not as if our what we did was a secret anyway. I mean, you, you pretty much worked out our game plan after four or five games. Um, so it's hard work and um, putting, putting in the effort and, and the minutes. Um, so whether people will think that they've sussed us out or not, I don't know. But um, it's, uh, it's one thing knowing that we're going to turn up and be at it and playing a 4-4-2. There's another thing of having your lads actually do their jobs. To, you know, you have to match us. You have to match us, our effort and our work rate. Um, and if you don't, then it doesn't matter. You, 
what you know or what your homework is. If you if you don't turn up, you're going to get turned over. Mm. Yeah, perfect. So we reckon by my birthday's in January, so we reckon fifty points by January. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I sat and worked. Team, FA, FA Cup third round, yeah. <laughs> well, I do have a little, a little terror that we're going to beat um, MK Dons and we're going to draw Reading, and it's going to go to penalties, and they're going to bring Dino on for the penalty shootout. Oh my god! <laughs> and they score a penalty against us. But I don't like doing predictions, as Jared says. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like doing predictions as the man who just came up with a weirdly specific dream. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he did. He was he was talking. I can't remember who, what game it was, but he came up with this really specific prediction, and I was like, and he goes, "I never, I, I never have, and I never will." And it was very specific about which player was going to score in which minute. It was like, okay. Isn't that Tony Blair quote? I never make predictions. I never have, and I never will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it again. I think it's going to yeah. be another another good season. Um, I, I've been, I've already been given grief, so I might as well tell you guys. Um, I did some very, very wonderful bad planning, and um, didn't have any input into the Littlands' fifth birthday party, um, which is next Saturday between one and three. I was like, hang on, three o'clock on a Saturday. And I was like, I thought it was eleven yeah. till two, Mike. So I know this. Is, I mean, listeners no. might be like, "How do you know?" I've, uh, my kids are involved. So. No, it's it's definitely one till it's definitely one till three. <laughs> okay, well, my husband's going anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he doesn't turn up at eleven because we ain't gonna. Um, so I've been asking. Time, this isn't the invitation. Yeah, I've been asking great questions like, "How much tidying up do I have to do?" <laughs> but Ed, Ed has already pointed out that I, I should. <laughs> I, I'm a terrible person for missing the opening day, but I might make the second half. Um, we'll, we'll the way you do it, Mike, is you set up, get everything set up. I well, made it. You know, do, it, do your duty till about two-ish, and then just quietly slip away. I made I've it got a similar issue, actually, funnily enough, because I'm um, I'm going to a wedding, uh, which I accepted before I realised how wedding season started, um, and the wedding is in a weird. It's in a field in the middle of Sussex. Uh, and the wedding ceremony is at 12.30. So I've got a network of taxis booked and stuff on the trains and what have you. Come up for the for the game, watch the game, and then go back for the evening celebration. So that's going to be fun. Wow. <laughs> well, I've, I've made it too obvious. So I'm not, I can't even slip away now. I've made it too obvious of my, why would you do that on a Saturday? Does your wife um, listen to your podcast, Mike? No, she hears me in the other room. I'm going to get grief for a oh, second. Yeah, okay. she's, li she's listening to me now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry. Doesn't, doesn't need to listen to the podcast. Yeah. She can just hear, not, hear him. I mean, your podcast is great and everything, but she's not really a football fan. No. And, and I have to say, I do say this to people a lot. They go, oh, you do a podcast, I'll listen. No, honestly, don't. It's it's not going to interest you. It's not going to be something you want to hear unless <laughs> you have a vague passing interest in something. Um, just drum up the short-term numbers, mate. Come on. No, I can't do that. <laughs> Long-suffering comes to mind, Mike. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. When I was talking to Dave and it went on and on and on, there was a um, conversation that she was about to cut the power. Um, but, luckily, <laughs> but luckily it's down here under me, so she wouldn't have been able to do that. <laughs> but I um, thank you very much for your time. We will wrap it up. I know there's a lot of stuff we can't really talk about and... Um, we spent a long time talking about saying um, I don't really know how it's going to go on Saturday or the season. Um, 
we've done well. I think we've eked it out a little bit. Um, thank you all. I will see you all through the season, obviously, and um, I'll get you back on. Um, Sarah, obviously, we need you back on to tell us of any the her games two stuff that's planned. Absolutely, don't, yes. Don't forget that. Um, Dandemonium. Um, you've got some extras this 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 season, I think. Some <laughs> uh, extras. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's uh, we've 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 been running the shittest version of Pop Idol uh, in pre-season <laughs> just to see if anyone fancies doing. But I think I think we've got a bit more help with the with the home games, so no. hopefully that will. Uh, just make it a bit more interesting rather than everyone reading my crap every week. Absolutely. Um, and I have done a version, and you, I, honestly, you know what my sense of humour is like, and I think this is awful. But you know that song, um, Renegade Master? I have made a version of it that says Pizza Cup Master for when I do the first Pizza Cup pod, uh, blog. And it says back once again with the Pizza Cup Master. <laughs> and it is awful. I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, I think even I might have to start in, implementing some standards. It is I mean, we're bad. not well known for them, but dear <laughs> lord. Yes, it is really bad. Um, <laughs> even Rosie, who thinks I'm very funny, she's four. She thinks I'm very funny. She just stood there shaking her head at me, and I was like, "Wow, I've not even managed to impress her." <laughs> A new low. Sounds like we need yeah. to trust Rosie's judgment on this. Yeah, one. absolutely. No, no, no. I love it. Um, yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Um, I will see you all through the season. Thank you for listening. Everyone, um, say hi on the socials at Sutton Podcast. Um, obviously, if you want to be a guest, um, just drop us an email, mike at suttonpodcast.com. Um, take care, and we'll see you all soon. Cheers, Mike. Thank, Thank you. Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24 7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.